Hello, and welcome to That Missionary Life. For those of us who are back in this American life, but still want to talk about that missionary life. These are stories and hindsight. This is actually like sort of like part two from the English camp. This is still from my blogs from July 2005, talking about English camp, um, but it's sort of a different part of it. So added to that, let's talk, I'll read a little bit more. Here it says, every afternoon I played football barefoot. Now everyone who doesn't know in Brazil, football is soccer, football is soccer. Um, but of course in Brazil, it's not soccer. It's yeah. <laughs> so every afternoon I play football barefoot and now the bottom of my feet are permanently black. I've scrubbed and scrubbed, but nope. Like it seriously took a couple of weeks. I got a bruise on my cheek from running into Sonia, a bruise on my shin from running into Ricardo's heel and my big toe feels sore anytime I touch it. But I know a little more of what I'm doing now and even get to hit the ball with my head, even if it went out of bounds. <laughs> I love all of it. The guarding, the anticipation, the playing, trying to get the ball around another person and passing it to a player to set them up to score. The smell of success and sweat mingled and dripping as you charge into the shower afterwards. It is the best. So pause right there. Oh my goodness. I have so many memories of playing soccer barefoot in Brazil. Um, It was just the easiest way to connect Forget about the language, forget about whatever else is going on, just play uh, and enjoy each other. And it was just really cool. So continuing on reading, I have just come in from playing football when I remembered that I was in charge of decorating the theme dinner that night. It turned out pretty well as Jossiara helped me and we ran around looking for things. One night we used toilet paper for streamers. Another night we used post-it notes for stars on the walls. And the last night I used an empty paper towel roll for vases for flowers. Hey, you use what you got. (laughs) No joke. Okay, this is my hindsight talking about that. (laughs) you totally use what you have. And when you don't have a lot, you know, there's no, you don't go down downtown and just go to a store that has everything stocked, you know, so totally using what you've got. And I have got to tell you in that missionary life, Pinterest saved my butt the past 10 years. Oh my goodness. Pinterest is such a really great thing because you don't have a lot of options of stuff, but you can take what you do have, look it up on Pinterest and actually find some really cool decorations, design plans, lesson plan ideas, like everything, especially for doing stuff with kids. Totally, totally, totally. Here's the next part of the blog. The evening services were great. I sang in English and they did in Portuguese and then the same with the preaching. Afterwards, they opened up the luncheonette and we could get snacks and talk. I met Allison. Apparently, Allison is a boy's name in Brazil, who told me that before English camp, he hated Americans. His whole idea of what he was what he had seen in movies. That day, the day he left, he came up to me and said that he thought I was really neat and a great person. It's incredible to think how I represent U.S. to people here. It reminds me of how I should be representing Christ to everyone in Brazil and in the U.S. What a deep thought. All right, so pause there. Um, yeah, it was. it's so interesting. The majority in Brazil, I felt the whole spectrum 
the complete spectrum of feelings about me being an American. So I would say the majority, like, I don't know, 60% of people were just, you know, I was American. That's interesting. Let's talk about it. You know, sort of in the middle-ish, but on definitely on the positive side of things. Um, And then you had like 10, 20% of people who were just like, thinking I was the best thing ever, asking for my autograph, <laughs> uh, you know, just looking at me like, can I touch you? You must have been on TV. Where Are you a movie star kind of attitude, which um, I was really unsure about what to do uh, just because I certainly didn't deserve that. And I felt like the whole time I was going to let them down because it was something I didn't deserve. So that's that's a whole lot of questions. We could talk about that, um, you know, being an American. And then there was like 10, 20% of people on the negative spectrum of I'm American. You know, there were some people who just sort of ignored me and stayed away from me. And and that's okay. I mean, they weren't, they weren't being mean and that's their choice. And there were a couple of people who just would come up to me almost hostile, hostile, with a hostile, like I had somebody, I had one of my teachers when I was going to college in Brazil that was like, oh, you're my student, you're American, well, tell me about your president. And I think, I think this was during Clinton. I think this was when President Clinton was president. Um, <laughs> and I was just sort of like, uh, I don't know. I'm not in my own country and I really haven't listened to the news. I really had nothing good to say to her, but (laughs) she was definitely expecting me to defend my country um, and everything that was happening in it. (laughs) Maybe it was President Bush. I don't know. But I was just like, uh, I was actually in no position to stand up for the president or the government because I had no clue. I still am very lacking in knowledge. But uh, especially when you're trying to stand up and represent uh, a country. So on the funny, not appropriate side of things, when I went to uh, visited a school uh, of one of the, the, the kids that I was staying with, I went to their school and one of the kids whispered to that, the, the, my friend, and was like, oh, so that's an American do all Americans look like that? Very pointedly meeting my body figure. And I was just like, oh my goodness. So I'm representing Brazil and now they're going to think all Americans, I'm, I'm representing America. They think all Americans look like me too. I was like, oh, this is going way too far. This is crazy. Um, but living in another country really made me realize how much I represent everything that that person has if their idea of what that is, you know, or how they create uh, what they feel like. Um, I like talking about it as in boxes. So I've talked to my daughter a lot about um, race and racial tension and stuff. She's only five. So we have said it in a way that's very simple. And we just talk about different boxes. And we say, many people have ideas of what a Brazilian is. And that's like their Brazilian box. And they put into this, like maybe they see Rio, the movie Rio, and they think, oh, that's what Brazil is like. So they put that information into their Brazil box. And so they meet somebody from Brazil. They're like, oh, it's like Rio, even though 
Like my daughter has never been to Rio. (laughs) So like people will think things about you when they hear that you're Brazilian that may or may not be true. You don't know what's in their box. And it's so crazy because as an American going to Brazil, the things I'm putting things into people's boxes of what they believe Americans are. Um, And I'm dealing with the other things in their box (laughs) that have been put there from who knows what, from movies, high school musical. I mean, that (laughs) defined like a generation in Brazil of what they thought America was. And if they're not meeting actual Americans, that they have movies, they have, you know, music, they have TV shows, they have all these different things that they get an idea of from. But is that really what? Americans are, <laughs> you know, then there's so many stereotypes to break and so many things for them to learn. And it was just a very big visual for me to realize how much I'm representing Christ as a Christian. And I think when you're in your own culture, sometimes it's hard to remember how much you're representing Christ or supposed to be representing Christ, um, if that makes sense. Here's some more of the post about English camp. One of the best things about English camp is all the churches coming together. Four of the pastors were in my classes, and each church had their pastors and members there working on staff or learning English. What an incredible way to come from the USA and jump into ministry here. Suddenly, at any community church I visit down here, I already know people and am already known by them as their beloved professora. I've been invited to people's houses, have so many contacts, Uh, to make in the next five months down here. I tell you, there's nothing like it. Pastors, seminary students, church members, English teachers, policemen, law students, kids, and people from the community coming together for a week to play, worship the Lord, and learn English. It was so neat to hear, to talk to Telly and Heather and hear them share how things have started um, in the whole ministry and learning the stories that make up the 10 churches that are spread out all over. Yesterday was also Lindsay's 21st birthday. Pause for a second. This is so cool because Lindsay's one of my awesome friends and it's so cool to think of her 21st birthday. (laughs) Okay, so back to the blog. I made her a cake, but unfortunately the oven here is not labeled at all. (laughs) It's been rubbed off. Uh, I had one of the guys set it for me, but it must have been on way too low because instead of 35 minutes to cook, It took over two hours. It made the cake a little flat tasting. Then I iced the orange cake with dulce de guayaba, which is sweet guava jelly, and it made for a very mm, interesting combination. So Telly went out and bought her a real cake, but everyone made me feel really good by saying it was the thought that counted. Oh well, my cooking escapades are at least a good for a laugh to write about. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Can you, can you believe it? I tried to make, yeah. So what are some of your funny cooking stories, (laughs) right? Like (laughs) cooking, trying to cook a cake in an oven that you can't tell where the knob is set, like how many degrees it's on. And not only that, but it's in Celsius instead of Fahrenheit. So it's like not three 50, you're going to cook it on. It's something like 180 or (laughs) something else. How many difficult things have you been through in cooking in another language, in another culture, in another country? 
So in closing, those are some musings from someone who is very much involved in this American life, but just really wants to talk about that missionary life, stories and hindsights. <laughs>